Kristen, since we've been in like quarantine or stay at home, which is kind of getting lifted in some ways, but uh, since, you know, two months or whatever, since we've been doing this, is there anything you realized you missed that you didn't think you would miss? Really? I knew, I knew, I knew everything. So what, what is, what, what's something then that you miss then that maybe besides like going, I mean, obviously we miss going to a bar and hanging out with friends. Yeah. Like what's all of that? Yeah. Like, is yeah. there anything like more low key that you think people might not realize that you would about miss? me? Yeah. Like, I don't know. No. Like for me, like, <laughs> I, yeah. Why don't you answer for me? Like I really miss, or I've realized I miss like going out and getting coffee at places that aren't my house. And I didn't think I would really miss that because one, I didn't do it a ton. And two, I don't really care about the quality of coffee. I just drink coffee for the effect. So I didn't think it would matter. But like there are now times where I'm like, I really wish I could sit somewhere and just have a cup of coffee or a couple times I have to go out and get coffee, even if it's from McDonald's. Cause I'm like, for some reason I just miss it in the idea of making my own coffee. I don't want to do it. Do you know you bought that new coffee maker? Oh yeah. 55 bucks. I thought it was 30. Working like a charm or $39. Excuse me. Yeah. It's working like a charm. Yeah. But I might. You know, we'll see. Working, anyway. working so much like a charm that you need to keep going out and getting But I, I think it's not about how good the coffee maker it is. It's just something about the experience of getting coffee from a place that's not my house. And I didn't realize well, I felt that Well, where's the first place you're going to go get coffee then? You know what? I, I would I would maybe go to like your office, go to Comet Coffee. Are they open? <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were just stopping at my office. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's your coffee sense. To your coffee maker, <laughs> that is almost the exact same as the coffee maker I have? First of all, no, it's not. I mean, in terms of the quality of coffee it produces. Also, no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, is Comet Coffee op- open? It's been open, yeah. Like carryout? They do, yeah, they do curbside stuff. I might go get some coffee there one time. All right, let's get this started. Cool. All right. What up, what up, what up? I see a differently nation. Rise up. We're back. We're back. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I like doing it. But no, not that. No, not that. I was saying, you know, um, that soon it's going to be that you're going to say the episode number and it's going to be wrong because we're already you're having a hard time keeping I, up with it. I think that's already happened. And I'm not going to lie. Before today, I had no idea what episode number we were on. And we just had to do some technical stuff to find some vials. So that's the only reason I think it's 16. Yeah. But I, but that's, I, yeah, after I, some research. I'm not going to lie. I would not, I would not have known which that. That's pretty good, which that's pretty good. What did, what was that thing that you read before we started on this on how far people last when they start? Yeah. You, I think a lot of people quit between five and 10. And I think if you, if I looked at that just on people I know casually who started podcasts, like who, Many of them probably that might be true on because it's real. I mean, you could, we could speak to this from uh, experience and like I was watching a masterclass today. Maybe one day we'll hit it big and I'll run a masterclass on podcasting. But uh, I think that it's easy to like miss, like if you're tired or you're whatever and you're like, oh, I'll just skip this one and do it next week. Now we've been pretty good because you're pretty good at like organization and keeping us on ta- on task but like in general if i were on my own i probably would already miss some and like maybe even like once you miss it just at some point it's like you just keep missing i do think that um that is what i had always heard about other people not even casually like other podcasts listen to they were like you just have to be consistent and well this is our attempt to get back on consistent with the delivery of episodes. Uh-huh, like when it comes out. Um, we, yeah, we consistently have, though, made a lot of episodes. And I also think that's why it works out better to do it every other week. Because I, I think we knew from the jump it couldn't be weekly because of that. Because it's like we have jobs and we have other things. If anything, COVID and quarantine has helped us with this. Right. Because it's been a nice like more way time, to kill time home. to work on We it. have the equipment at home that's yeah, definitely helped a lot. Changed, yeah. uh, I do think every other week for someone who like, as someone like you especially who does work a lot and is like really into your job is a way more realistic goal. So you're saying you could do it weekly? I don't think you could. I have the time. I don't know if I have the dedication or the drive or the. Oh, I was uh, I wasn't gonna say all that. I just like given. I was gonna say that just given that it's um, just us two. Even if we weren't in quarantine, I don't think we would have the content. Like it's like 
Like it's like what? What are we gonna talk about again this week? Like well, that's every, why I, every other week allows for enough things in our life to also happen. Well, I also think that's why the bonus episode idea you had, where we talk about specific things, was a good one because it's like we don't have the content to go through and do the same stuff. Every Not week. in quarantine, we no, don't. No, but like this gives us like, oh, we're just gonna talk about this yeah. one thing. So it's like new content that we're kind of off. So. I like that where I think we're going to try to do that some more as long as we're in a quarantine or semi quarantine with things kind of opening back up. But yeah. And if people continue to send us stuff, which I appreciate. So thank yeah. you to um, send us stuff. Yes. We should, have a, we should have a little thank you uh, section we at should. some point in it because we're going to give acknowledgements. Yes. Acknowledgements. Yeah. Because we're going to give a thank you to your brother, Jake, who gave us some of our STL content, um, Jessica out there gave yeah. us some STL content as yeah. well as Katie Berman, uh, right. which when we get to that segment, she gave us our most recent, um, I don't know. Some people I gave their full name. Some people I didn't. Well, yeah. whatever. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I some care. people have said like Jake explicitly texted us that we could say his full name. So Jacob, Michael Pelker. His social security <laughs> number is 916. I have no idea what it is, but anyway. Yeah. Don't go look it up. Uh, so are we going to go into St. Louis or are we going to, Oh, oh, yeah. I said later because you explicitly said, <laughs> going back to organization, right. people, this episode I let Zach take the reins on organizing and you can. I'm trying it. to be more proactive because I have more time. And again, I uh, have watched a master class. So now I think I know how to do everything. So I've been trying to be more proactive starting tonight and getting this thing off the ground. And it has gone terribly. So yep. starting from me being like, am I Mike one or Mike two? And yeah. him having I thought no she was idea. Mike two. Even you though know? you set it up. I thought you she was Mike two because no I'm setting it up. I'm like, of course, I'm going to give myself Mike one. I did it. So no, no, you subconsciously are still pushing me into like. <laughs> into the captain's chair. <laughs> I'm a co-pilot. Everyone knows that about me. I haven't <laughs> been captain anything since. Hey, nice plug to go back to episode zero where we said, because every, every good pilot needs a co-pilot. Yeah. And actually, that's a good transition yeah. to how we just finished the last dance. Does that mean I'm Scotty Pippen? You're Michael? No, babe. According to the last dance, you're Steve Kerr. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of play this week. So we kind of talked about the last dance before, but we're going to do a much deeper dive now because all 10 episodes just are out. Just and uh, so I guess my first question just as Kristen is, what what you think? Of the last dance. It was good. Okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you saw somewhere that someone said it was the greatest, potentially the greatest. Some yes. people are calling it the greatest docuseries ever. Yes. Yeah, I'm not down with that. Tell me more. So I enjoyed it greatly. It was good. It, it was fun. It was. <laughs> and I mean, there was nothing else going on. But no, dude, it was good. It and it was gave good. you something to look forward to. Yeah, like we're yeah. sitting around Sunday, you're hungover still because I haven't stopped drinking. And like you're. There were some times where it's like, did we up it? Why did we make these choices? Anyway. <laughs> this past Saturday, it was, it was, it was all like Donkey Kong. But so like you're, but it gave me something to look forward to. I know you felt the same way. And like, you're like it's not like sports, but it's close and it's, it's new and it's coming out in the moment and everyone's on Twitter and everyone's reacting at the same time. So it gave you that communal sense that you look for. And it was, I, I, I wanted the community. You, you, did. you, you gave no Fs. Well, you know, I, I talk all... about people after it. I can't multitask. So if I were to read Twitter while I'm watching the thing, I'd There's be like, commercials. I'd be like, wait, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. And they have no trivia, the commercials, which we'll talk more about the trivia with no turnaround time, which is why which, show, which shows you do have time. Cause the trivia is done like uh, that. <laughs> And so it was fun as, but as someone who had, and I'm not like saying who this. Who made a docu-series? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a docu-series on my life. It's called Co-Pilot. It's called I'm the Steve Kerr of my marriage. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, and as someone who has read about it this time period and was really into the NBA then, there wasn't like a lot of new information. So for me, it was fun. It was nostalgic. It was like, I remember watching these games. It was cool. But the best docu-series, the best anything is like when you're getting new information, you're like, oh, wow, that's what they do to killer whales at SeaWorld. That's effed up. I didn't know that. <laughs> Shamu like had a tough go. Like, who that, the hell is Carol Baskin? Right, exactly. Yeah. Carol Baskin did what? I mean, don't get me wrong. This is on uh, no caliber. That was on no you caliber know? with this. But, but okay. You know, duck to the plate but, site. You're like. How many people in this family do you have to have sex with before you realize he's a predator? But oh, yeah. Shudder, don't bring up that but, movie. Yeah, again. anyway, so s new information as opposed to something where it's just like, why, essentially for me, it was watching highlights and getting some reaction. It was cool, but like the best documentary, come on. Like, no. So, so in an effort to 
lift you up. Uh-huh. Um, because obviously there's some people that this is new information, right. which, is, yeah, which is something sure. I want to talk about yeah. with this uh, thing. But you are saying none of it, though, was new information that we could not have found, is what you're saying. Because like yeah. you said- with It's this, all pretty cause out like you, there. Because yeah. like you said with the SeaWorld thing, that's stuff that until this happened, I don't think there was. I mean, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but even if some Joe Blow guy- investigative news did know about it. It wasn't right. as like wildly read. Whereas, whereas you clearly knew about this stuff because there have been, I mean, they had the people in the documentary. There have right. been people who already wrote books about oh, it, yeah. who heavily documented at the time I mean, and in hindsight have documented it. And so, so you're saying that Michael jo- it's not yeah. new information because someone could have on their own independently well, done these deep dives that we got. On and, I, and I'm not saying that makes it not good. I know, not I know, but I, but, I, but, I, but, but in context, when you say new, right. That's what but you mean Michael, Yeah. Michael Jordan is one of the most explored his cultural icons who's lived, right. Because of, in a lot of ways he ushered in like the modern celebrity or the modern sports celebrity. And it's like, sports, I would say, yeah. yeah. And it's so like a lot of this information as, as you said, it's not like groundbreaking. That doesn't mean it's not cool. And it's not yeah, yeah. his getting his reaction to some stuff was like, was pretty groundbreaking. Cause you're like, Oh, like watching him, like when Jerry Reinsdorf made the terrible argument right, for why right. they couldn't go for seven, you're like, yeah. that's pretty cool. I didn't right. know exactly how he felt about that or like right. whatever. Right. But in terms of the best docuseries, like, I mean, so to me, I don't think it was the best because I could tell that they exploited this, for money in the sense, I'm not trying to be all like down with capitalism. That's right. not where this argument is going. What I mean, just from a creative production standpoint, make money thing is it didn't have to be 10 episodes. It was very good. And the last two, the first one, there was um, one in the middle. I don't know if it was six or seven. There are some that are just like, that was really great. And there was a lot of other ones. I, and a lot of other ones around that that are very jumpy mm-hmm. that are very much like, I don't give a F about this story. Right. And so you and I have seen a lot of, and are very invested in the 30 for 30 series. Yes. yes. Um, to me, this would have been a special edition 30 for 30 and maybe not even two. I'll give them three, like a, like a, like a three, like 30 for 30 format. Same length, but they do three of them. Like, I think there's enough. Three hour, three hour ones may, or may, three maybe, two hour ones? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying I don't think you could do it in less than three hours. Yeah. So maybe three hour ones to uh-huh. your point, or maybe three, two hours. I, I was actually going to say maybe hour and a half. See, I, I was uh, actually really going to say hour and a half. I wasn't, me, even, I wasn't even going to say two hours. Not going to lie. Um, but, uh, but for me, there was... Yeah, I, I think that they were just like, let's take this moment and, and exploit it and drown it out. And I don't think it needed to be 10. Yeah, and I mean, to me, I would say five or six hours or 10 hours, obviously 10 hours. They definitely didn't need 10 right, hours. They did not need um, like, and we were talking about this, like they did the deep dive into Steve Kerr's like backstory. And Steve Kerr's lived like a crazy life. What happened to his dad? I've read about that. I'm not, and that it was new information for a lot of people. So I'm not saying that, but in general, it's like he was the eighth or ninth man on this team. And they're talking about him now. I get it. Cause he's a big deal. He coaches the warriors. He's like very prominent in basketball. So it I, makes but, sense. But, but in terms of I that team, the, he was the, not integral. But that's what I mean by the, the, the money aspect. Right, yeah. You're, you're right. Like right. there's a lot of other stakes and right balls in the air of why it's like, let's cover more on Steve Kirk. And then it's like, Oh, so now people, when they see him doing like coaching the warriors, they might be more invested because they know more about him. You know, like there were, were, there were other creative, again, this is not me talking about a capitalism argument. This is, there were creative choices they made that I think had to do with, um, Money, because they got to show it now, but money as far as, again, what's going to happen afterwards, because, yeah, Steve Kerr got more attention. Cause, well, right. Because, yeah. And so, so that, but I think those are the moves. They didn't do a deep dive on Judd Bushler. And to me, those are the know? moves that make it not the best. Right. They didn't tell you more about Luke Longley. He played way more than Steve Kerr. Anyway, my point is, I agree that they, obviously, I appreciated having the content given the situation we're in, and I enjoyed it all. But if, like, for what you really wanted or needed to know, yeah, it could have been, to me, five or six parts easy. Yeah. And the storytelling, we talked about this before, it was a little choppy. They kept and, going and, back and, and forth in time. In those particular episodes, because yeah. notice the, one, the episodes I named that were the better episodes, 
It was way less jumping oh, yeah. around. Way less I mean, around. the first one where they kind of go back to him in college and how he became but the, Michael but then Jordan. They steadily go right. linearly right. upward. Yeah. And you're like, ju- they don't right. jump exactly. Do, 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 I'm not, I don't think either one of us are against the idea of going back in, into time, but it's like, they did that, and then in the second episode, they go back to high school, and I'm like, that could have all been one thing. I'm like, you oh. could, you went back from 1982, but, but before, they, you went back to 1981, and, like and, whatever. And they did that in the middle of talking about Scotty, and right. so you're like, are we done with him? Right, yeah. Which apparently you were, and so it was just a very weird call. Yeah. Um, But yes, yeah, just weird I mean, even for 30 for 30s, like... There are some really good ones. Like the OJ one is the most similar because it was three or four parts and it was very good. It won an Oscar. It was a, too long for my take, but it was very good and it was very interesting. That was, an, was, that was another one they probably yeah, made that long because right, they're yeah. taking advantage of the moment. But that, that was way more about society and how OJ Simpson, what he represented as opposed to about, I mean, it was obviously about his life. But, well, they had three hours. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, six, I think, six, or something. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, but like the best 30 for 30 for me, and I don't know if you've seen this one, was the U, the original. And it was about Miami football in the in the 80s, into the 90s. And just because they were such a different college football team and all this stuff. And it's like people knew they were really good. But at least maybe for me, it was just because I was a really young kid and I didn't know a lot of the backstory. But And how much of a difference they were. The one thing I said, they did a great job telling Michael's life story. But at the end, when Barack Obama talked about how he was the the original person who kind of set what it meant to be an African-American athlete and to make sports more of the business of entertainment. I'm like, there are still some angles where I felt like they really could have dug yeah. into like, the, yeah. you could do a yeah. 10 part on how the Jordan brand became yeah. the Jordan brand. Yeah. And that I was, agree. you know, that was 20 and minutes like, or whatever. And and, like, I was looking up Space Jam yeah. on IMDb. Oh yeah, they could have done way more about Space Jam. Well, no, that's not, that's not where I'm, I'm going with this. But in Space Jam, and I'm sure you remember this too, there's a joke that I think it's the joke Bill Murray makes where he Guys talks about where he's like, oh, yeah, I, I got my Big Mac shoes. Like he just lists right, all these yeah. brands that are obviously brands that Michael uh-huh. had either done it at for at some point or was currently right. a spokesperson for. And that's nuts. And, yeah. and, and so you're right. Like they could have spent just a time on the influence and power he had and all the ads he did. Like, I don't think they talked about that like enough. And like, um, because, and the reason why it's interesting is because, um, to your point, one of the things either Barack said it or it's in the segment where they're talking to Barack, Uh they bring up, um, Oh no, that, that, that woman actually, she, they, it's after Barack, but that woman says it who she's like, I mean, this is a time when you didn't really have access to celebrities like we do now. Right, like yeah. now they have, tw- we have Twitter, they have, they have Instagrams, mm-hmm. they have like, just, we just can get to them yeah, so I mean, much. And, right. and they did not have that. And yet they did have so much access to right. him across the, around the world. Yeah, and right. so he really did change it in that sense that like, all globally he was such a phenomenon he was right and and like i said when we didn't have those tools like that stuff is really interesting and i i would have enjoyed more of that i mean like if you could maybe cut down a little bit on steve kerr (laughs) and i'm not gonna lie my hey this might be an unpopular opinion first hot take of this segment Maybe a little bit on Gus, <laughs> and let's spend a little bit more wow. time. I'm not. And let's spend no a little, comment on that. And let's spend a little bit more time on that kind of. Oh piece. my god, no uh, comment on that. It just be really I, interesting. We I just, thought we just kind of rushed past all I mean, that stuff at the end. They also the way they also could have cut some basketball stuff out as much as I liked it. Like they did a deep dive into them playing the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals, and it's like. They did that for like three years in a row. I don't need this yeah, one series. Yeah. No, I agree you know, with that. They did that deep dive into BJ Armstrong yeah. when he played for the different team and then Michael was all pissed. And it's like, they won that series four to one. Could you just be like, yeah, they they torched like whatever. Like, it like, but um, yeah. And the, and what he did for Nike as a brand and like yeah. how well, they were not the they, top they, shoe yeah, company. Yeah. You know, close to it. Yeah, yeah they just like, kind of just threw it out there. Right. They were like, oh, he like brought them back. It's right. like, let's talk about <laughs> right. that more. Yeah, and I, th- so they're, and, and again, it sounds like we're just criticizing this. I, I certainly don't mean to do that because I know Jason here, uh, 
the di- director is listening to this, like I'm sure everyone in America is. Right, but seriously, right, 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 um, right, right. mad respect, Jason. Yeah, right. Like it was great, <laughs> but there, there, these were some things I might change. These if, are just right. well, well, I'm not, not even, even change. I'm not, I was going to say like, I'm not even right. going so far as to say change. Those are just the details for was it the greatest one or not? No, but you bring up a good point that yes, let's go switch to the positives. Yeah. And for me, the positives are. I think everyone has always known Jordan was where he was because he was so good. I think right. we all knew that. And I think we all have heard the story, much like there are these stories about Kobe as well, of the work ethic and the and the dedication. For sure. I think we all knew that. Um, so for me, I love the behind-the-scenes passion. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, everyone talks about, when I say everyone, just what I've seen on Twitter, Mm -hmm. um, how he, uh, how he, gosh, what am I trying to say? He cried at the end of one episode. Like he was talking about like, if you don't get how, he more or less, I'm paraphrasing, get how competitive I am. Uh And he's like, he's like, then like, whatever. Like he, he's just, that I thought was really well done they really showed that and it's really impressive because there's people dennis robman's one of them right who are just like really good but their heart's not in it it's like you will never be a michael remember to a michael because your heart is just not in it in that way right and and like i think one thing that anyone can appreciate if you watch this documentary and really focus and try to understand or if you even do more research or read more is Michael Jordan was the great, at that point, the greatest basketball player ever, obviously, or whatever. He was also the best athlete. Like, no one had seen anything like him. But what made him not just the best basketball player ever, but I think an icon, is the way he approached everything, which is, I need to win. Like, this is about me creating a legacy. Everything he, he did, he took, like, this view that, it was a it was a competition and it was about him creating something important and i think when you watch this documentary one thing that maybe someone even like me who's read about this and was around for a lot of it and really remembers it and appreciates it but i wasn't old enough to be around before he started winning when he was losing in the playoffs every time and they said jordan's the greatest player but he's not the best winner. He's not the best teammate. And you see that he had to learn how to do some of those things. He always wanted to win, but he had to learn how to take his approach and fit it on other people. Obviously, it didn't always go well because he punched all all his teammates. And like he, a lot of them didn't like him. And I think we could talk more because I, I have some more thoughts on some, some things, but there are probably people who don't like him and would have said worse things and maybe weren't in the documentary or like they're like Michael Jordan. No one talks bad about him. So I saw on Twitter also all of the, when I say any, anything I have not read any, um, professional reviews on this yet, yet, just yet. Cause I mean, it happened on Sunday night. We're recording this on Monday. As we mentioned, I have a job, Um, but I was watching Twitter live at the time. Um, and then a little bit before I went to bed and one guy, random guy, I saw a tweet. He's like, Oh, they're dumbing down what he said. If they really showed what he would say, he'd be canceled. And to that point, one, I'd like to say, were you watching the MA version? <laughs> Cause we did. And it's like, I don't think this is great stuff that he's saying. Like, uh-huh. I think it's very controversial stuff in my mind too. Um, even if they're, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it that because that's going into a conversation that I, mean, I don't yeah, want. That he, I don't. That's going into a conversation that I don't want to go be, into. But to your, yeah. but to your point, yes, he clearly they showed that he clearly. Oh, I know what the other thing I was gonna say is. Um, I also read and it supports this that Jordan was nervous. I guess that people might see this and be like, people aren't gonna yeah, like and, me. And I think what one of the interesting things, and I was gonna bring it up or whatever, is like Jordan had a lot of. I'm not going to say editorial control in this. Well, he definitely approved. He this. definitely got to. Well, this yeah, stuff. he did, and he was a, like a, he was an investor and in part of the yeah. project. So yeah. they and like sure. I kind of told you about this, and and 
it was unclear at a certain point. I've read more and it is clear. Like they interviewed him three times. And yeah, one of those, that was very one of those was the last time they interviewed anyone. He yeah, did. He, you can tell. Right. Yeah. So like when he's watching the stuff on the iPad, they had all the other footage so they yeah. could bring up, here's what Isaiah Thomas yeah. said. Here's what whoever said. And Ken Burns, who's a well-known documentary, doc, whatever, higher documentarian. Right. Uh, he was critical of that. He was critical of that. Yeah, I read that. And like he... And, As this was going right, on. and and I get why, and the director of this, Jason Hero Boy, or Hire, however you say his name, he came out and said that there was never a time where Michael's people uh, told him he couldn't ask something or like whatever, but they did approve every. Now he said he was surprised by all the stuff they approved that they thought he thought they might have more problems with more of it. Um, you, you're saying that you. Th- People thought that Michael Jordan's people would have Jason more Heyer thought that Michael Jordan's people might have, have more, more problems, problems. with yes. some of the content right. than they ended up having. None of us will ever know because we're not going to see what's not in the documentary, so we don't know right. what and they did what have problems about, with and that's or what I'm whatever. About but how, yeah, and given that, given the stuff that did get through, that's yeah. why Jordan was like, "Oh, some people might not like me." He right. clearly is at a point in his life where he doesn't care, right? And I mean, nor should he. I don't really, think. I don't think. I, I honestly, frankly, don't think he ever. Right. From what it seems like in the documentary. I mean, I think he made, uh, to your point, when he was crying and he was talking, um, when he was like, if you don't want to play that way, don't play that way. I mean, he was a tough guy to play with. Him and Scottie Pippen for early in their Scottie Pippen's career, especially, did not get along. There was a lot of bad blood there. Yeah, it was on yeah. the documentary. I mean, it, <laughs> they did not go into nearly much about the documentaries, what you read in some of the books. and the migraine game and, and some of the stuff, but in general, like he was a hard guy, but once, I mean, he, at the end of the day, he did just want to win. And I'm not saying that absolves him knocking Steve Kerr in the head or some of the things he said or did, but he is like pretty honest about like, that's all I care about. Like, so if you don't want to do that, get off my team. Like, right. And when you're the best, when you're the goat, you get to set the rules. So, right. You know, so anyway, uh, I did have some, I found an article today that listed the winners and losers of the documentary. Um, and I just thought maybe you might want to have some responses to some of that. Cause I thought some of it was pretty interesting. So, uh, the winners and losers of the last dance, there are a couple, so we'll go through them and see if you have any thoughts. All right. The first is John. The first winner is John Michael Wozniak. He is the usher with the crazy hair. Who oh my gosh. Michael yes. Jordan in yes. the quarter game. Yes. And apparently Michael, I mean, they talked about this with Gus, but he had a very good relationship with all those guys. And John was one of them. Right. So, <laughs> Losers, they said Jerry Krause and Jerry Reinsdorf. Oh, yeah. I think that Jerry Krause looks worse than Jerry Reinsdorf. And I feel like, to me, I don't know why this choice was made, but to me, possibly Jordan or someone on Jordan's team might have thought that Jerry Reinsdorf was getting off a little unscathed because I think Jerry Krause looked much worse the whole time and then in that last episode, pretty much Jordan not only made it clear that he didn't really care about what Jerry had to say, but then when he read it, I mean, watched it, he even more was like, made it clear that he still doesn't think that person's telling the truth. Yeah. Jerry Krause is an interesting one because obviously he's probably the biggest villain of this That's film. what I was saying. Yeah. He, he, I think, comes out looking way worse than the other and, Jerry. Right, and he's someone who if you think about it and you're like, I don't understand. You've won six championships. Why are you like this? But at the same token, he did. He deserves credit, and I think Scottie Pippen especially that. gives him credit. And, right. I think, and, I know, but, and I noticed that given the relationship yeah. that Jordan had, the fact that they left that comment in right. that Scottie made, I think, was, I think that was a good... For the Ken Burns out there, yeah. it's not unbiased, but I think that they did enough to show there's nothing universal. It's right. not universal that Jordan's liked. It's not universal that he's hate. It's not hated. It's not universal that Jerry Cross sucks, even though they definitely paid him really badly. You know, Scotty's still like, yeah. At the end of the day, though, he probably was one of the yeah, greatest I mean, GMs, and they right. showed and they showed right. how his names also retired on the rafters. On right, the yeah. rafters. So he obviously knows something, yeah. but yeah, he doesn't look that. He doesn't look good though. I'll agree with your one point, which is Jerry. Only Re- one? Well, no, I'll agree <laughs> with. Uh, 
Yeah, only one. Now, I'll agree with the point of yours. Jerry Reinsdorf for the first nine parts got off way too easy. Yeah, you, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, he's like, well, Jerry Krause. I'm like, you're Jerry Krause's boss. He goes out and says Phil Jackson could go 82 and 0 and he'll fire him. And you just are like, I don't know what to yeah. do. I'd yeah. be like, shut your damn mouth. I paid your check. That's what you do. Another thing too, and this is just something I had to get off my chest when I was watching this. I don't want to go on too long a rant because I know you're probably like, oh, shut up, guy. But sports owners sometimes are so dumb when he was talking about the seventh championship and he's like it wouldn't have been worth it these guys i wouldn't want to pay him it's like you made so much money on six championships and the bulls you talked about this they still haven't won a championship since then <laughs> when you've won six out of eight i don't care how much it costs you're a billionaire keep them together or do everything you can now scotty pivot signed a five-year contract i get that you don't want to do it but go to michael and be go to scotty pivot and be like here's 20 mil you've been underpaid stay like do whatever you you can and this happened with the Oklahoma City Thunder when they traded James Harden and all these teams they act like it's so easy to build a championship roster well Jerry Krause would have built another one in a couple years what are you talking about no it's so hard it's just so dumb man but anyway he got off way too light until the end when Jordan kind of yeah yeah yeah. Uh, a winner it says was Michael Jordan memes yeah there's so many yeah yeah and the crying Jordan is a famous one but a bunch of them Loser was Jordan's opponents. Oh, yeah. Not only did they lose on the court, I was surprised by how... I thought that they could have offered more, too. It's like insight from his opponents in some of those interviews, but they did not have like a ton. Like, I was like, Patrick Ewing played against the guy for 10 years. I thought they'd have a lot more content from some of these guys in terms of their interviews, but anyway. Um, what kind of content were you looking for? Just more... And, what, and you know what? And what kind of content do I want from a loser? Well, that's, I mean, (laughs) that's the difference between us. I do have one uh, thing I do want to read at the end in terms, or uh, at the end of the podcast, but uh, about what you've said that's similar to that. But yes, that's a good point. Sorry, Patrick Ewing. What content does Kristen want from a loser? No. Carl Malone, John Stockton, you could get out. Uh, it says a winner was ESPN. That makes sense because it's got huge ratings because people are so, yeah. six which million is why, people which is on average. Which why they, again, made it long. Keep going. Yeah. Um, it said loser LeBron James. I, okay. Is LeBron James a loser in any discussion? Only in like who is keeping more of their hair and not having a receding hairline. Yeah, he's, he's but not like, doing well in that. But like, so to say he's a loser, no. However, if you, I'm not even going to defend people for making the argument. I am saying, and this is why I get what where they're coming from. If you were someone who was not in that discussion, you have been brought in that discussion. If you were someone who knew about Jordan, but grew up with LeBron and never had an opinion, you have now been brought into that argument. You have now been brought into the, who is the greatest, what's going on. And by that even happening, by LeBron now having people who only maybe knew him and were like, LeBron's really good, but weren't that heated or passionate, now they're going to question. And so I get what this is saying, but like, is that right? No. Like LeBron's also, did we've talked about this, different era, different yeah. like gameplay. Different, different kind stuff, of different, player. Different, right, yeah, yeah, different player, all different kinds of stuff going on. Uh, but that is yeah. why, that is why he is a loser because there, there are a whole bunch of people who probably weren't even having that discussion that are now having So that that's a really good point. So I've been Thank seeing you. on. Thank you. I'll agree with the second point of yours. I've been seeing on Twitter people talk about it and be like, this documentary proves Jordan's the best ever. And I'm like, it doesn't prove he already but, played. But it doesn't are, prove it. Those are the people but, who were right. always who were always right. Always Obvi- obviously, if you're already a Jordan stan, mm-hmm. then this is like gonna oh, reinforce yeah, sure. your opinion. And if you as you said, maybe if you're someone who didn't know as much because of your age but didn't have a strong opinion, this could sway you. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't change anyone's opinion. But I will say it is massive PR for, for that. And and we live in a day and age of hot takes. Yep. Kristen Thompson, uh, Stephen A. Smith, some of the best <laughs> hot take artists are. But like, I can't stand Stephen A. Smith, but he's on ESPN all day, every day. They're talking about now who's better, LeBron or Michael, which they've been talking about for a decade, but now they have a new reason to talk about it. And to me, I am someone who will say, if you put, if you put a gun to my head, Michael Jordan is one and LeBron is one A, but it's not as clear cut as a lot of Jordan 
hard hardcore fans make it seem they're both incredibly good as you said it's a different game the game is so different it's now so different. i mean we're watching some of these scores and it was like 74 to 72 and i'm that would be a halftime score now well, the we, game is well, the game is I, so well, different you and i were also talking about how man kids these days don't even know they used to do the the dunk contest oh, yeah, the, like oh, when yeah. jordan would be in dunk contest oh, yeah. it's like Wow. Like they're doing yep. like crazy stuff. I mean, even that, even in that sense, the game is different because now on the all-star games in those contests, you don't even get like the top players to even like participate anymore. And yeah. that's, that sucks. I mean, yeah. And it was, it was a different, it was a different era. Um, winner Jordan's teammates. Sure. Do you have any thoughts about they that? They were already winners. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Whatever. It also says the losers are Jordan's teammates. Yes. Yes. Okay. Steve Kerr. Tell me more about this. <laughs> yes. Steve Kerr. Whatever, you seem like a lovely guy, and you gotta be a lovely guy. Because at the end of the day, this man treated you like trash, and you're like, yeah, but uh, after he punched me in the face, you know, we were trusted every, every, every day after that. And you know what? I respect the hell out of that, Steve Kerr, and that is lovely, Steve Kerr, but damn, you, you're just one, you're one beautiful soul to be like, after that guy punched me in the face, after calling me names and berating me all practice, I really knew I had his support. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! I, I'm, I like Steve Kerr. Yeah, I, like I mean, Kerr's he's clear, he's very a thoughtful, great guy. very articulate. Get seems a, like a very a nice haircut. guy. You know, maybe get some your your eyebrows are also very light. I couldn't tell if they were on your face because they're so blonde. But whatever, that's a whole other discussion. Wow. Um, but like, I just still think it's so ridiculous. If anyone who watched those teams, he was like the ninth man that he got a deep dive. And I just think it's all that had nothing to do with the team. It has to do with who he is now. I would have gotten whatever. Anyway. Um, and then it says the winner is Michael Jordan. Um, any thoughts on that? Obviously I think we talked about the PR and all everything that is. So, um, that was the nine winners and losers. I just wanted to go through that and see if you had yeah, any Yeah, we know what you did. <laughs> um, I um, also want to add, he's never, he's never going to be a loser in my book. Good old... Um, Coo- Tony Kukoc? Kukoc. Good old Kukoc. I think it, this is also something that they... You know what? Why don't we do a deep dive there, guys? Uh, cut they, the man. They could have done cut, more about cut him. some man some cut the man some effing slack. Yeah. The first time he shows up in this documentary, first of all, there's all this talk about him before, like, oh, and they have this European guy thinks he's so hot, thinks he's all this, and then he doesn't even play. And they cut to him, and he's like, yeah, uh, my country was at war, <laughs> and like, and they show a map of his country being torn apart, and it's like, oh my god, will you cut this guy some slack? And they're like. Oh, well, then he played really good in that game. And I was like, maybe he's pretty decent. I was like, yeah, he probably was able to call home <laughs> and find out that all his family was alive. And every time they showed him any time in the documentary, I was always just like, man, you go, you go. <laughs> and like, and also, uh, I mean, anything would happen. I was like, he's just like, I'm just happy that I'm out of a war. Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy that my country is like all together and there is no war and we are all in good place. Speaking of Tony Kukoc, he was a, a great player who would fit better in today's NBA game, I think, but there's a really great 30 for 30. That they he said is, he's not really, cause they said he's not, he was never physical, but he was a good shooter. He can't play right? defense, but yeah, he could but he shoot, shoot and he yeah. was like tall. Yeah. And, Back then when they were tall, they're like, oh, you got to play on the inside, right. but now they'll let you shoot and do right. more but with yeah, the basketball. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's a really great 30 for 30 called Once Brothers. If Vlad is about Vladi Divac, him and this other guy, Drazen Petrovic, that I highly recommend. It really goes into the war and how it fractured relationships and their entire country. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, yes. yes. And, uh, but <laughs> they're, poor man. they're specifically the relationship of these three guys who are all NBA stars eventually and whatever. Um, but also the Dream Team documentary is really good. And in that one, when Scottie Pippen guards him the entire length of the court because he's mad that he's going to, Jerry Krause likes him better than he likes Scottie Pippen. And it is, they show footage of the ball is like on the other side. There's, he's not even across half court. And Scottie Pippen is like in this man's like lap and won't let him move. And it is just like, so you feel so bad for him. Cause it's like, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He's and got like, his yeah, on yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got. He was a second round draft pick. And anyway, um, I did have one other question. We watched this in terms of the flu game specifically. Ooh, the, I have a question about the flu game. They, go. they talk about that pizza. Do you think that that pizza was? Poisoned? Oh my god, that is my question. Pizza okay. or flu game? Well, let's be real. Well, let's be real. Do you even still think 
it should be called flu game because it's either pizza or food poisoning gen- general. Because like, because you you could have food poisoning and not be poisoned. You know, you know my stance on this. He did have the flu, and he just nowadays it looks bad to play with an infectious disease. So he's trying to recast it as food poisoning. Yeah, but let's say that's not the okay. case. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, I think that there is about a point zero 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 one percent chance that that pizza was intentionally poisoned which they kind of allude to in the movie. They make it the director like has it was, said he doesn't think it they, was they either. They make but, it seem like it was poison, right. but, but but I mean, you, you agree I mean, though he probably had he, food oh, poisoning. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm just going to say, I've been to Salt Lake City several times. It's a great town. If there were one town I would not trust someone to both make pizza and make it at 1030 at night, there's nothing open at 1030 at night there. That'd be my number one list. But like, I don't think it's poison because like he was just staying at this hotel and what they call and say, yeah, it's for Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. Bring Michael Jordan pizza. Which is pizza. also something that was very hot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think, but like, do I think it's possible that they just fucked up cooking it or use bad ingredients or whatever, like any other restaurant can if they give people food poisoning? Of course. That's, like, what, yeah. that's, what, that's what I mean. I, I don't know that it was poison. Right. I'm also just also very uncertain by this whole did you use the name Michael? Right. But then I'm also like, it's also Utah. So maybe they were like, we saw so many tall black guys go into this place. Yeah, and we know it had to be where the bulls were staying. That we know that Michael will, Jordan could be in the vicinity I will of people. Say, and so because of that, yeah. they all showed up will, because of that. I will say Utah is less black people than any place in the United States I've ever been. And I used to go there for work a decent amount. And I had several African-American coworkers. And we would like walk around downtown. And people, they there was no one else of color and there. So, it was so, very. So, so on just that alone, yeah. maybe that's why a lot of people showed up. Right. Because they were like. Like maybe we'll get a chance to see Michael Jordan. Right. Um, and given all that, I think that gives me it's poison. Also, I heard a story about this today from the director. Uh, he, Jalen and Jacoby do that after yeah. show, and he was on there. And apparently that night, his driver and his trainer, all those guys who were with him, they went to get dinner, and Michael was running late, so they didn't wait for him. So they ordered their own, his own dinner, and that's why he was so hungry. And then he was so mad that when the pizza came that the reason they didn't eat it is that he was mad at them for not waiting, so he spit on it, so none of them would eat it. And he ate the whole pizza himself. Oh, well, that might have been why he got food poisoning. He's eating Maybe his own his backwash. Own, his he's eating his own nasty ass backwash. His own spit gave him food poisoning. Yeah. That would be quite the twist, but... <laughs> I bet there's there's some doctor. Do you have any like, other... You can't get food poisoned so that, like that. That was your question about the third, uh, about the flu game? That, yeah, that was my question, is if you really thought that it was um, the flu or food poisoning, and then if it was food poisoning, do you think it was intentional or not intentional? Yeah, yeah. Um, Iconic game. Okay, I um, I have only two more things to say on okay. this documentary as a whole. Do you? No, I'm, I'm go for it. Great. Something I'm going to say that's a high, a high point of this documentary. Um. They made some comment about the Fab Four, and they didn't include Kerr. And I thought that that was appropriate. Do you remember? They were like, "Do you remember someone at some point made this comment the Fab Four, and they said Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, and they named someone else, Phil Jackson, I think, who's the coach, right? I thought they might say something else. It doesn't matter because yeah. it was not Steve Kerr. And so I'm like, pick a lane, guys, because you spent a lot of time on him, and yet you're naming the Fab Four, not naming him, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just thought that was funny. That's very funny. Yeah, Steve Kerr was not even but did close. It, but did it, you didn't notice that? I did not, happen? but yeah, I believe anyway, it, yeah. Um, Aloe, Justin Timberlake didn't need to be in this. No, he didn't. Um, and then final question. None of the celebrities did. None of them. Well, no. Barack Obama is the only person I would call a non-basketball celebrity. Who and Carmen Electra? No, I take that back. You would take Carmen out, Electra, you would take out to be the this. content Carmen Electra Carmen needed Electra? to be this. First of all, you had a question about Carmen, or you had a comment about Carmen Electra today that was great when we were watching <laughs> the episode. Like, all I said was, where was Carmen during all of this? She didn't think to maybe say to Dennis, I know you want to go off to wrestle but maybe not right now and the reason why i'm saying that to her because she had a lot of comments on it so clearly they were like and she's when they win that series she's yeah. there with, oh, the, yeah. with the trip so it's like she was around she was in this it's moment. so it, she she could have the wherewithal to be like listen babe maybe not right it's now. so it's <laughs> so crazy because like i talked about Stephen a and all the espn people can you imagine if that happened today and someone left in the middle of the nba finals to go on wcw nitro in detroit with hulk hogan 
Stephen A. Smith would his head would literally explode on live TV for the whole world to see. I can't believe I kind of forgot the timing of that. I knew he was wrestling and I knew he was always distracted, but I forgot that he left in the middle of that series. That's I crazy. Do, do a proper Rodman episode because there is there's a whole Rodman thirty for thirty. Oh, it is. Yeah, maybe we. And maybe need to is watch that why it, they yeah. cut it off? I don't know because I need because like, yeah. I need more on his time with Madonna. I need more on this Carmen Electra thing. I need more on his life story is crazy, and that's why like there are certain people like Bill Simmons and whoever say, "Oh, Rodman's like not that interesting. It's overplayed." I'm like, no, you could never have enough. Why? Rodman. Why would they? Why would they think it's overplayed? Because he's I so think interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think he's like people played up like you so weird. I'm like he what? And all that was happening in the '90s with the, his hair and the way he dressed too. That's more normal now, but that was even weird. Weirder first of all, than, or not weird, all, but like more all, unique then. First of all, for them to say he's weird because of that is the me short set. Well, no, I don't no, think no, weird finish, is the right let me, answer. Let me finish. One, I do think they probably use the word weird. Two, two, for you to say he's eccentric off of that, you're missing the point. No, homeboy's eccentric because he left in the middle well, right. of the finals to so, go to the wrestle. Like, I, I, like that's right. the kind of stuff. Yeah. That's the kind of content, which I, is why it's like you were so interesting. I don't think... Whatever, the weird thing aside, I think their argument is every everyone talks about it so much and it's like overplayed and well, whatever. What, but, but they what say the they say he's about? not interesting. I think everyone knows that Rodman was so eccentric and that he was such like this wild but that, man. But that's what but I like, but that's what I mean. It's like it's like the surface level stuff is like probably not interesting. Yeah. But it's like but it's like I no, like you you just get married in Vegas to Carmelita. Yeah. You dating Madonna? He like, left. Oh, I want to know that. He stuff. left in the middle of the season. He's like, I need to go on a Vegas vacation, and then he just didn't come back. So you are. You want to talk? No, that's I agree with you. I'm like, saying their point is not good. I agree. Yeah, that, that's that, what I'm saying. Right. It's not. And good. I, you want to talk about something that documentary could have gone in more like. He didn't come back. Like, it was crazy. And then they have that one episode. It's just like, oh, he's back. I want to know more about that. Also, I, I think that's agree. a great question about Carmen Electra. Was she goading him on? Like, yeah, let's party. Like, it doesn't matter. if Take the private jet to hang out with Hulk Hogan and, like, be on WCW. Or was she kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not in this world, but this seems like a little much. Like, you know, I never miss a Baywatch shoot. Like, I'm a professional, Dennis. Like, I don't know. I don't I know. know but that was very I wanted more Carmen Electra in general. In this documentary. And I thought the thing, like, I, I keep making the jo Madonna joke, but I'm serious. Like, let's explore that. Because remember, he essentially is, they essentially made it seem like, and maybe I'll see in the 30 for 30, we'll watch that next. He became weirder after being with her. And I appreciate it. I felt like he, I felt like they really made it seem like she's like, you write your story, Dennis. Yeah. And you he do did. You. And I thought that was really cool. And he did. And he has a fistful of rings. Um, And then... And then, and then my very last question. So that I did my I did my final high, my final low. My last question for you is: clearly, you can tell. I mean, I brought that up from episode one to you that I'm like they talked to Jordan three different times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I learned I've learned about this from watching The Bachelor. Yeah. How you know to, all how, about I know all these. Shot I'm like, and, I'm right, like yeah. he's wearing this outfit. He's wearing this outfit here. I'm I'm very like particular about that, but. Do you think there were additional edits they made along the way as this was airing? Because people have pointed out things like, one, Obama, when he first shows up, it's literally, I think, just says, like, Chicago resident or something. And then when he comes up again, um, you know, like a full week later in the next episode, it's, like, President Obama. Um, and there's a few other presentation edits like that. Um, and then also everything we're talking about, about how someone's represented and then how when you watch it all the way to the end, the better story you get of them or the less of an image they get. And do you think, and I, I don't know, I really don't know, do you think that there were also some creative edits made as this was airing, which they were doing it a week in advance and a week apart, so they would maybe have time to be like, Oh, people aren't responding to this. This is, is is responding well. Let's let's add a few things here and there and change things. I just want to know. I don't know much about documentary filmmaking, but I doubt that they would do it with that little lag time. I think what's interesting about this documentary is obviously the season was 22 years ago or whatever now, but they also had the behind the scenes footage that they kind of built the stuff around for two decades and this could have come out so many times. I don't know exactly why it was delayed or why it took so long or what happened, 
Um, so I do think that there could have been a lot of edits. It's entirely possible that I don't think that this is the case, but they interviewed Barack Obama and he wasn't the president yet. And then he was, and obviously no. that, that didn't happen because there was only one interview with him. Yes, but, I know. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. But right I'm just saying in general, like the theory behind it. But I do think that, do I think that since this aired five weeks ago that they've edited stuff since then? I would guess no, but I've I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, for that, sure that is the question. About I'm not asking you about a ton of edits. Of course they made a ton of edits. I'm talking about since episode one premiere, do you think that they made edits? And, I, you, and you just said, I would bro. doubt it, but you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they did? You just don't know? No, I'm not like you and don't know. I, I wouldn't put it past because like the content is there, the content's made. And so I don't think it'd be as hard as you think as someone who <laughs> like, we had a wedding video set to us, and I was like, uh, I like this, but take out one scene. Yeah, change this one scene. And yeah. they ch- and they were able to do that Shot in, even. like, yeah. a few days. And I know there's people who are like, that's a wedding video, but it is still the same in the sense of they have all of this content. It is able – I mean, when we edit this podcast, like, it's like – it's if you have the time yeah. and dedication, and if you have the time and the content – you can yeah, make you can do whatever you want with I all mean, of this stuff. Yeah, they certainly could. I, I, I. It seems to me that they wouldn't. But again, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what kind of feedback they would have gotten that would have made them want to do edits or whatever. Well, one but, would be put some respect on Obama's name. Well, that, you know, <laughs> that's that, one. That could be. That could be. <laughs> but 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 that's also such a harmless one right. and but but now but, could but they knowing, have done knowing, more but knowing that they might have done that it just opens your eyes yeah. to i wonder if there's right. other could they have they done did. more stuff than that potentially i yeah. guess but yeah, yeah anyway i mean yeah. i don't know yeah it was good it was it was a fun ride um yeah so we spent a ton of time on this so that we're that is majority of this episode i'm going to wrap it up briefly by talking about our favorite city and your favorite town st louis because go crazy um, again, we wanted to give shout out to, um, Katie who sent us this, uh, there's this passport thing that you can do in St. Louis where you get a passport and you just go around to different bars and you get like a, maybe, maybe you're supposed to get a certain drink or something, yeah, but you, you get, get a stamp like on a your passport beer for free or discount or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so they have it, one yeah. for pizza. Yeah. So, uh, that will be an activity that we will do this summer when things open up. And they specifically made it for that. Like the timeline is not starting until some point in June and it's going until October. Um, so we will be checking it out. So thank you for sending that to us, Katie. Um, thank you to Zach's brother and sister-in-law, uh, Mm -hmm. Casey and Kyle for sending us SVU trivia. Uh, it was aggressive. It was not what we thought it was. It was name. If this is a, paint a sherman williams paint, paint color, color or the title of an SVU, svu episode, episode yeah. so if you are one of our um other dedicated svu fans out there uh dm us on instagram or shoot us an email and you can we'll we'll send some questions your way because it was very interesting yeah, maybe very we'll fun. read them on but a we podcast got our, in the we future our, but yeah but we got our butt yeah. kicked and then um any other things that you wanted to say just real quick that are unusual no? no i don't think so all right well, that's more stuff so yeah, so uh, start to wrap it up. see us at I See It Differently at, uh, pod at Gmail if you want to email us any thoughts. Um, we're going to be asking for some, some suggestions on our social media. We had a couple episode ideas, so we'll put that out there and maybe on the next podcast to start soliciting. At the Sack Artist and if 70, you want to be a guest on it too. Right, correct. At the Sack Artist 76 on Twitter, uh, at I See It Differently on Facebook. Um, hit us up. We love the feedback. We want to know more what you're thinking, what you want us to talk about. And say anything about rate and review. Oh yeah, rate review. <laughs> don't forget, rate review. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, download, undownload. If you write a good review, if you write a review, not just a rating, I will read it on the podcast. Yes, they didn't tell you that in your masterclass. I'm teaching the masterclass, so nope. Thanks, T Beats. See you in a bit. <laughs>